Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today we are talking about habits. And I believe this is either the last episode or one of the last episodes. And if it is the last episode, I will tack on a good farewell kind of deal at the end. But habits are super important. Your entire life is made up of habits. And the thing that separates you from the most successful people in the world is they just have more effective habits than you. They're not anything special. It's just when you hit the snooze button, the more successful person does not. When you choose to eat that crappy thing, the more successful person does not. And it's not a matter of that they have more willpower and more capabilities than you. It's just that they have better habits and they've engineered their lives in order to help perpetuate those habits. And at the beginning of the year, I talked about the book, The Power of Habit. Very useful book, one of my top recommendations of books. So go re-listen to that episode. But the biggest takeaway from that book is the habit loop. And it is cue, routine, reward. And your entire life is made up of cues, routines, and rewards. When that alarm goes off, the alarm is the cue. Your routine can be kind of one or two things. You can get up and turn off the alarm and start getting on your day, and your reward is a great day and all sorts of fun stuff. Or you can hit the snooze button, roll over, make yourself feel more groggy because you're not actually gaining any more restfulness. Your body starts going back into a deeper sleep, which we talked about in the sleep episodes. Sleep episode. So hitting that snooze button is the worst thing that you can do, but you get the reward of not having to get up. Granted, it's only a brief not having to get up because you set that alarm for a reason, but you get that reward and it feels good. You get a nice spike of happy chemicals because you don't have to get up. So your entire life is made up of habits. For a lot of people who shower regularly, the cue for showering regularly is that your first time you go into the bathroom in the morning, or if you brush your teeth, something is you're automatically thinking, okay, it's time to go hop in the shower. Tying your shoes is a cue routine reward thing. Um, you, the cue might be you sitting down. The routine is tying the shoe, and you start with the left one or the right one, depending who you are, and you do your little routine of how you, however you tie your shoe, and then the reward is the shoe is tied. You're good to go. Let's go. You get a nice little spike of dopamine. And fun fact, pretty much all of the rewards when you boil them down are dopamine spikes dopamine spike dopamine is the motivational chemical it's what gets you to do stuff and when you start doing stuff and when you finish doing stuff you get spikes of do dopamine and dopamine feels good dopamine is also highly addictive so that's the cue routine reward habit loop and if you want to change your habits you can tackle them at any of those three points if you want to anchor a good habit. The good habit is the routine that you're wanting to anchor, so figure out a cue that works for it and figure out a reward that works for it. And the more present tense the reward is, the more effective the reward is. So the I'll finish that book within the year is not a good reward. It's like, so? That's an eternity away. We could have died a million times by then. That's not a good reward. However, a reward, like for instance, a cookie, is an immediate reward. However, that's also probably not the best reward. Maybe the reward should be a bowl of fruit or something. But you need the reward to anchor the habit in, 
and you need the cue to start the routine. And the, and the cue can be anything like time of day or an action. And because it can be an action, you can actually stack your habits. So for instance, I don't do this every morning, I'm not perfect, but for instance, my morning routine, my perfect morning routine is the night before I set a motivational YouTube video. That morning, I wake up, the cue is the alarm, I go turn off the alarm. Turning off the alarm is the cue to put on the motivational video. The motivational video ending is the cue to put on some music. And each cue is kind of its own reward. So, I finished this motivational video, time to listen to some music. Enjoy some nice beats. And that's how you habit stack. And habit stacking is very useful. And you're already doing habit stacks without necessarily realizing it. For some of you, the cue for brushing your teeth might be putting on your shoes or getting out of the shower. Um, the cue for getting out of the shower might be turning off the alarm. I don't know your routines, but you're already stacking a bunch of routines together because that's how your brain works. And all this is doing is intentionally trying to make routines part of your life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now let's talk about some tactics to have some better habits. First one, my favorite one, is the low bar, high bar method. I've talked about it multiple times already throughout the last two seasons. But the low bar, high bar method, for those of you who are new, is you set a goal that is minimal enough. You set two goals of the same type of goal. You set one that is minimal enough that your brain can't convince you not to bother doing it. A great example of this is to, you don't have to work out. All you have to do is drive to the gym. Or if you're at home, you don't have to do 30 push-ups. You just have to do one or five or something. Uh, something easy enough that even when you're really tired, you can your brain can't, has hard time convincing not to do it. Like, um, I can do it still. And then once you start doing it, the principle of momentum kicks in. And then you're like, well, I'm already doing, I can do more. What the heck? I'm more capable than this. And then you do more. Oh, I'm at the gym. I might as well work out anyway. So that's the low bar, high bar method. And then you have the actual high bar goal of like, I want to do 200 push-ups a day. But here's the thing. The low bar has to be acceptable. You can't lie to yourself about the low bar. If five push-ups is all that you have in you, five push-ups is all that you have in you. It's just the power of consistency. That's another book review that I did this season. So constantly doing it over and over and over again embeds those habits. And that's the next thing I want to talk about is when you consistently do the same thing over and over and over again, it gets embedded into your nervous system. And the perfect analogy for this is think of it like a trail. If you don't use it very often, if there's not a lot of traffic that goes through the trail, it gets overgrown, it's small, it's dirt, it's rocky. Um, one person can fit through it. But as you send more and more 
people down that trail and use that trail more and more often. Maybe that trail gets widened to a dirt road, maybe that, and then eventually the trail becomes a superhighway with 16 lanes that are sending signals down drastically fast. So the more you do something, the easier it is to keep doing that thing. Again, law of momentum or principle of momentum. So having a low bar is useful to help you. Having consistency helps you. And then also figuring out what the actual reward is for the cue. So if you're wanting to break a bad habit, then you're wanting to change the routine. And a lot of times it's easier to change the routine by figuring out what the reward the routine actually gives you in the power of habit. One example is a guy who at around two o'clock-ish, I want to say, he gets up from his desk and goes to the cafeteria and gets a cookie and then talks with his coworkers and goes and sits back down. You would think the reward is a cookie. The cue is two o'clock and you think the reward is a cookie. However, the actual reward is the him socializing with all of his coworkers as he goes down the hall and back from the cafeteria. So he was trying to be healthier and lose some weight. So instead of going and getting a cookie, he went and got, I don't know, I don't remember. doesn't matter. He went and got something else and then still had the socializing routine. That was the actual reward that he was craving at around two o'clock. So write down the bad habits and Write down what triggers the bad habit, what you do, which is the bad habit, and all the possible benefits that you get from the bad habit. Because fun fact, bad habits, your brain don't doesn't think they're bad. There's a reason that you're doing them, and you need to figure out the reason behind it if you're ever going to hope to change it, because you can't just quit it. You have to figure out a different way to get that reward. Because otherwise, then what happens is cravings, and cravings are no fun. What a craving essentially is, is when you have a cue, but you're not doing the routine, and your brain goes haywire, and all you can think about is doing the routine. But you're trying not to do the routine, because it's a bad habit. And your brain's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, why aren't we doing this? We need this. We got the cue for it, why aren't we getting the reward? Let's go and do the thing to get the reward. So figure out what the reward is, and then you can break the bad habits or implement good habits. And lastly, let's talk about some useful habits. First off, meal prep. When it comes to health, meal prep is very useful. I do most of my meal prep on Sunday. I cook a bunch of stuff and then I have easy access to healthy food throughout the week. Another good habit to implement is not going to the grocery store when you're hungry because then your energy is depleted, you have fatigue, and when you're fatigued, you're not able to be as committed to your goals. So only go grocery shopping when you're not hungry and when you have energy. Which goes into the next one and it is don't have junk food in your house. Don't buy junk if you don't want to eat it. Throw it away. It's a whole lot harder to go to the store to get yourself a bag of Twizzlers than it is to reach into your cabinet and to eat some Twizzlers. Morning routines. Morning routines are very important. One of the most important habits that you could have. A morning routine is one of those things called a keystone habit, which I don't think we're going to have time to talk about today, but when you have a keystone habit, several other good habits come from it. But a morning routine, very useful. And in my opinion, the number one key to having a great morning routine is having a good night routine. Because it doesn't matter how great your morning routine is, if you go to bed three hours late 
Also, when you're waking up and you're groggy and you're not fully there yet, it's easier to fall into the morning routine when the night before you set everything up. I already talked about it a little bit, but the night before, I set up a video to listen to. So the night before, I do the search and I find whatever I want to listen to. And then in the morning, all I have to do is push the screen on my phone and it starts playing, making it super easy, getting the all forms of resistance out of the way so that way it makes it super easy so that way I can have an effective morning routine. And then your morning routine is super important because it sets the framework for the rest of your day. The first hour of your day is probably the most impressionable part of your day. Part of that is because you're still kind of tired, So, you, and when you're tired, you just believe whatever's thrown at you. This is why I listen to motivational stuff in the morning when I first wake up, because it is when you are most receptive to those messages. So I'm like, oh yeah, I can do it. Let's go. So establish a morning routine. If you want to start getting to the gym, a lot of People recommend putting your gym clothes out the night before if you work out in the morning. And put putting your gym clothes out and your shoes and your socks all ready to go. So all you have to do is turn over and start putting them on. If you work out in the afternoon, it's a whole lot easier to have the routine of driving from work to the gym. Uh, this is especially helped if the gym is between you and between your work and your house. Because if you go to your house first, then you don't want to go back out to the gym. But if you go to the gym before you go to the house, then it's there's just less resistance. So that's another good tip to get into a good habit of going to the gym. And I think I'm actually going to end that there for today. And I believe this is the last episode for the year. Unless I do one more episode. I'm recording this way in advance, so I'm not entirely certain. But if it is, I will see you all next year. And at the moment of recording, I believe the plan is to talk about money. Money is very useful for success. And for 99% of you, money is the main thing you think of when you think of success. So that's what we're going to talk about next year. And with that, I will see you all later.